Bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey, bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. I'm your host, Raven, and I am getting back into the swing of things. Um, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm feeling a little crazy this morning. It's been a rough start, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be recording again. I'm even happier about the guest that I have today. It is my friend and host of the What Else is Going On podcast, Taria Faison. Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're back. Um, I know I got to talk to you, you know, through text and stuff, but the Instagram world has missed you. We've needed you. The Twitter world has missed you. I feel like you bring some levity. And in my last podcast I had with Jonathan Chandler, I said, before I post something, there's this group of people that I always think, well, okay, what would they think? Do they think, is this too much? And you're one of those oh people. So, yes. You are just such an angel, y'all. I love Taria so much. She's just like a good person. And she's very patient because let me tell you what, this morning when we started this podcast, my like I was on some shit. And I think it's because... I hadn't finished my coffee yet. I still haven't. So I don't know what that means for this. This episode. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> it is. And my microphone just was not working. It's like totally fucked up. Thank God I have a backup. <laughs> but that was a whole ordeal. But you know what? We're here now. It's good. <laughs> I told her it was the ghost of Sutton Strax family, y'all. They own the microphone company because... <laughs> She knows what's coming to her. She does. She doesn't want me to be heard. Or you. Okay. They saw our social media and they were like, uh uh-uh. uh. They were like, nah. I'm surprised my Instagram still works. I'm like, oh, she didn't buy Instagram just to shut me down. Okay. <laughs> you are going in on her and we're gonna do it some more um in just a bit. But first, there's there's a little news. Um okay. unfortunately. Monique uh, from Real Housewives of Potomac, her bird T'Challa died in what she said was a freak accident. And I, I mean, this is really sad. We all love T'Challa. I think he's mm-hmm. the best Bravo pet. Um, yes. He got a lot of screen time. He had confessionals. What other pets <laughs> getting that? They're not. Okay. Not even Jiggy. No, Jiggy didn't even Jiggy. get that. So, but is it bad that I want to know what happened? No, because I'm like... Why isn't she giving us that information? Like, know. was the freak accident caused by her accidentally? And maybe she doesn't want to get pushback because why else wouldn't she tell us that when she knows how invested everybody is in T'Challa? Mm-hmm. Why not say what the freak accident is unless she feels like it's going to trigger people? But it, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, like what happened? Right. I want to know. I think if she hadn't said freak accident, I would have just been like, yes. oh, you know, that's really sad. But now I'm like curious and I feel bad for being like, what happened? Yeah, because I would, she would have just said he got, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, just, oh. you know, the pet died. This, these things happen. Yeah. Oh, well, that's too bad. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to Charlie. You'll be missed. Now, I don't really have any more news. <laughs> that's it. So I want to get... <laughs> Like, that's it. I want to go straight into Bad Bitch, Horrible Bitch, and then start talking about these shows. So um, do you have a bad bitch? Yes. I'm actually going to say Ebony Williams and Crystal. Actually, 
if I had to pick one, because that's the way the game works, I'm going to say Crystal. Okay. And I'm picking Crystal because I love how she didn't allow these Beverly Hills women to browbeat her into taking back how she felt about something. Mm-hmm. I love how she had the definition of the word she used. And I love how she just stood her ground and is not afraid to be like, oh, I, she's not like I'm new in this group and I want all of these women to have my back. She's like, mm, I have my own back and that's cool too. I so she's that. mine. Okay. That's a good one. I love that. And I love her for that too. She's like, no, I'm not taking it back, bitch. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So my bad bitch is my best friend, Gabby. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Gabby. If it's your birthday, make some noise. (laughs) Everybody um, wish her a happy birthday. Well, I guess when you're listening to this, it will be Friday, but just, you know, do a little belated, a little belated moment. She'll still love it. Um, Okay. Now, horrible bitch. Mine is because I I think ours kind of go together. Yes, they do. So my horrible bitch is Brian Moylan. I don't know if (laughs) y'all, I'm sure you know who he is, but if you don't, he's like a writer. He just came out with a book um, about the Real Housewives. I actually purchased it. I haven't read it yet, but I have it. Um, And he writes these like recaps for Vulture about the housewives so this one mm. is from last yeah last week yep. after last week's episode of real housewives of new york where you know ebony was having her harlem nights party and you know giving the ladies a fun history lesson so i'm just going to read this little part of this article <laughs> let me take a breath here okay we we want her to be a housewife That doesn't mean fighting and drama and yelling, but it means opening up about her life. It's great that she can teach us about the Black experience in America, but I also want her to teach us about her. When we care about her, we will care more about the offensive things that happen to her. Leah instructs Ebony to just chill a bit more, but Ebony thinks, if not me, then who? Ebony, I love you. I think you are a great addition to the show. But if you think that you are going to change Ramona Singer, the Karen of Karens, then you are sadly mistaken. Okay. Um, The part that really just Mm -hmm. makes my blood boil is the when we care about her, we will care more about the offensive things that happen to her. So how I received that is you don't give a fuck about things that happen to people unless you know them, unless well, you know, know them. things about them. So does that count for like George Floyd? Because you don't know him. I don't know him. Brianna Taylor. Do we don't do know her. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like I said, I, I don't know if that's what he meant, but that is how I and many others received it because I don't know what else to get out of that because you're a writer. So, you know, that words matter. Yeah. So, and you chose to write those words. Not cool. What's crazy is you have this white man writing this and people, I, I was like, I wanted to throw my phone. And then I thought about it and said, sadly for non people of color, he's right. Because then I thought about crystal 
You don't care about the offensive action that happened to her because you don't like her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it, that is disgusting. And then, you know, you start thinking about what if something happened to me? What if something happened to your fiance? What if some, who's going to, oh, you have to care about them. I mean, you have to know them in order to care about what happened to them. Yeah. It's so, it, it's, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah. And so, and, and it's like insulting too. Like what? Extremely. And so I hope I, I don't know. I was on Twitter a lot yesterday and I probably shouldn't have been, but um, he, he tweeted something that was unrelated to this and someone responded, okay, but like, what about your article (laughs) or something like that? And he was like, I'm going to like say something about it soon or something like that. So I was like, okay, well, I'm very interested in seeing what that will look like because I need an explanation, honey. This is really not good. Yeah. You wrote a whole book. You're a New York Times bestseller. So please don't come with, I didn't mean how you interpreted it. Because again, you know how to get a message across. You are a writer. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 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 that's my horrible bit. (laughs) Sorry. So uh, you have, you go ahead with yours. Um, It goes right along with yours. Um, He said he's going to speak about it. And I wonder if he's going to speak about it on his friend Ira Madison's podcast because that's my horrible bitch so Ira Madison is friends with (laughs) yes and he can keep it seriously he responded to Ebony really upset because I like Ira I'll take a deep breath I did too (gasps) I I literally I literally weeks ago this is no joke was like I should reach out to him I think it would be an interesting talk and I think for me people act like not about forgive, because of course I don't know them, but there are certain boundaries that I feel like if someone crosses, if it regards to women, black women, race in general, that it's like, now nah, you don't get any passes from me. Mm-hmm. So we all know that Ebony responded to Brian. So I responded to Ebony and he said, I'm, I'll read part of it. He said, at some point in the letter, a, Ebony, Clint- oh, wait, let me get, let me start. At some point in the letter, Ebony claims she's having fun as she proudly wears an Afro wig and recites a spoken word to pay homage to the first black woman permitted to participate in the Miss America pageant. Speaking honestly, I'm sure she's having fun doing that, but the type of person who enjoys doing that is boring and shouldn't be on reality TV. And speaking about how Ebony wants to present herself on Roni, she often acts as if the show exists in a bubble where other Bravo shows don't exist. There are plenty of moments like that on Atlanta or Potomac, but they're in the mix of actual entertainment. And the women are also on an even playing field. I'd be perfectly fine with Ebony pulling one of those stunts in Atlanta because someone would immediately clown her for being a nerd and a school marm. But without, but without any other women of color on Roni, the other white women are left flummoxed and unable to express how they feel in any given situation, which is fun when Z-Way is doing it because she's a comedian. Less so when Ebony is doing it because nothing about her teachable moments are particularly funny. And then he talks about um, some other stuff, but he said, ultimately, Ebony is doing what she set out to do on the show, which I don't fault her for. I just fault her for doing it in the absolutely most uninteresting way possible. No part of this week's episode was fun to watch. I watch reality television to be entertained because I watch it before I watch it to learn something. The best kind of television manages to do both. Ebony's approach is unfortunately rigid and boring, and it also highlights the worst part of most responses to 2020. It reeks of anti-racism reading lists. 
instead of allowing more room at the table for non-white women, we're now stuck with one black woman who has decided to be Aunt Viv, teaching black history to Will and Carlton. And there's not a single other woman on the cast who can call her out for it. It's perfect for it's perfect for Ebony, honestly, but abysmal for us. I, <laughs> I don't even. There's like so many things in there, but like, so the issue is she's not funny. Yes, <laughs> yes. She's, it's it's not a fun uh, yeah. lesson. She's not funny like Z-Way, so don't do that. Don't do it. It's like, wow. Not very many people are funny like Z-Way. That's not fair, first of all. (laughs) Z-Way's a queen. We love her. But, like, everybody is not her. Right. Everybody don't have that. And that's fine. But, like, that's also everyone doesn't absorb. Like, I don't think the outcome would be any different if she was, like, making jokes about it. I think that would actually be worse. Yes. With this particular group of women. Um, Absolutely. Wow. I was just really shocked because it, to me, it came off like Brian's response. I didn't even necessarily, Brian's letter or, or recap. I didn't even necessarily say attacking Ebony, if you will, but it was very, I felt it was like disrespectful. So yes. then Ebony didn't attack him, but I felt like Ira like calling her Aunt Viv and saying like, that is like a little bit more than disrespect to me. And I'm like insults in there. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, whether people think it's right or wrong, there are things that I didn't agree with that Ebony had done. However, I said, because I know how the larger audience, the white audience is already looking at her. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pinpoint those little things. I'm going to support her because this is what we need to do. She doesn't have anyone else. So when he wrote that, I just felt like as a black man Mm -hmm. to do that, like you couldn't have just said nothing just because Brian is your friend. Right. Right. Like at the end of the day, I feel like, and I don't know their friendship. If you have to know somebody to care about them, that's what your friend said, Ira, about somebody who looks like you. Yeah. That's the whole issue. And it's, just I don't know you know people will find reasons and make excuses like and justifications for anything if they yeah. want to and that's yes what this is and it's just really you're right that's a very yeah they, you know what else I noticed too can I oh I'm sorry go ahead no no you go ahead can I add something to the okay maybe not horrible but like whack bitch can you add that category oh my god i might have to change it (laughs) like bad bitch and whack bitch that actually has a really nice ring to it changed the trajectory of this podcast I love you so much. (laughs) I love you so much. Guys, y'all don't know. I love Raven. She like makes me feel like, you know, (laughs) I want to call out some people that I see that are like, Ebony, yes, queen, you're my queen, Ebony, this. Mm -hmm. But then when it came to Brian Moylan and what he said about Ebony, it was, well, there's two sides. Excuse me? Excuse me, ally? Pardon? excuse me, BLM at one point in time was probably in your bio, excuse me, black box, like Mm -hmm. to say there's two sides. 
And I said, if Kelly Dodd or if Ramona was articulate enough to have written about Ebony, what Brian did, y'all would be calling for her stoning. But because it was Brian and that's your friend, you don't want to say anything. So you're a whack. Like him. Oh my God. You like him. Yes. That's such a good point. Y'all know I don't normally, but you're a whack bitch for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And also just anyone making excuses for period for Ramona and like this foolishness is like, yeah, it's like, come on. Because if you excuse Brian, you excuse Ramona. Right. And so are you excusing Ramona? Right. Have you noticed that Ramona, it's all of a sudden, and it's very interesting to me. There are Ramona fans now. I love Ramona. She's so funny. And I'm like, where did y'all come from? Because last season, you sure weren't there when it was Ramona and Leah. Right. It's very weird, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. think about that because before, like, (laughs) just since, I guess, like 2020 and everything happened, like, I was a Ramona fan. I was like, yes, I fucking love her. I don't care. Whatever. But like, when things get to a certain point, like same with Kelly Dodd, I loved her too. I did. And then um, <laughs> I know that's so embarrassing, but um, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, there's like a certain <laughs> point where it's like, okay, you, you're doing you too know, much. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm like, I can't really get down with this anymore. Right. Um, so yeah, that's interesting that people were not with Ramona last year because of Lee. And it was like, whatever. You know, she it wasn't really that deep. Right. Um, but now with something like this, the love is coming back and it's like very odd. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you, you identify with her? Mm. What? And if right. you do, do you think it's just okay to continue being ignorant? And, right. You know, doing all the shit that Ramon is doing. Right. It's not. But it's I'm just n- wondering, is that what you're is that what you're going through yeah. here? The um, the same people that were glad to that a black woman was gonna come on New York, but I have a feeling they thought it was gonna be like how there was a black woman on RHOBH last year, Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really a lot of talk about it was just she's the first black woman and that was mainly it. So they thought Ebony may be the same way. And it's like, nah. Well, no. And that just goes back to like all black people are not the same. For instance, yep. okay, we're just talking about Roni now. We've okay, <laughs> we've that. okay. Um, you know, uh, Bershawn, right? Um, that first time at, at the Harlem night, she was kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, well, everyone's the same kind of like it was very it was giving like all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And that part is interesting to me because it's like, of course, Ramona would be friends with that type of black person right yes because like okay so when Ramona and Bershawn were at lunch and she they were talking about the dinner and Ramona kept being like did you have fun at the dinner (laughs) did did you enjoy the dinner you know like yes and (laughs) you know so they were talking about it and it was like she she was asking that because it's like she wants to have a black person on her side yes. that does not agree with Ebony so that she can be like, well, my black friend said it was okay. <laughs> so I don't have to listen to what you're saying because she's black and she agrees with me. So I'm just going to go with that. Similar to how people are like, well, Candace Owens said like this thing. So 
I'm just going to go with that and remain ignorant. And yes. Like, okay. Like live your bliss, I guess, but you're still wrong. <laughs> like, I don't... Live you. your bliss, right? Live your bliss. Yes. Yes. I, 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 when they were at that dinner and I saw where, I mean, that lunch and I saw where Ramona was going, I was like, Brashawn, don't let her play you like that. She's going to play you. And we noticed she did because at the end she said, well, she said it, she said it. She's talking to Ebony saying, and it, and then Brashawn, you see, she was like, no, that's not what I, and it's like, that's what happens when you let her play you. Mm-hmm. What Brashawn said in the confessional was what I wish she had said to Ramona. Me too. You know, even if she had said, I understand why you may feel her approach is strong, but if you listen to her and really get to know her and then we get to know you, that's how it works for Mona. That would have been even. Right. And so I really hope that at some point they can have that conversation and she will say that to her, but I'm not sure if she will. I don't know. I I haven't seen enough of her yet because, I mean, Brashawn seems like she's going to say whatever, you know, she's not scared to say stuff. Mm -mm. But it's like, are you going to bring that up with her? Because she's so like, Ramona's resistant. I don't care. The fact that she was sitting there being like, I love learning. I'm exclusive. Like, girl, please be serious. Who are you to like? No one. She was like, I want your life. I don't have an Hermes bag. I don't have a Louis Vuitton. Ma'am. If you first of all, remember when they put Oprah out of the Hermes store in, in Switzerland, I think it was or tried to basically was like, who are you? So just because she's able to buy a bag, that You're means so nothing. Stupid. She's Start- stupid. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to put yeah. it. Like, uh, that's oh. not the point at all. And like hey. your commitment, <laughs> your level of commitment to like misunderstanding things. Yes. Is like wild to me. I've never seen anything like it before. Actually, I have with bitches that are just like her. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yes. It's like, what is stunning. the, um, the Senator, even he, uh, this, the black Senator Tim, is it Tim Scott? Yes, girl. Uh, okay. Don't we, you know, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's goes to my church. What? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. We, we need to have a whole off thing about that, but I thought it was funny how not even funny because we know what happens, but even he talked about, he went to college, worked hard, you know, he's working for the white house, drives a car and what happens? He got pulled over. Why did he get pulled over? Cause he was driving while black. So for Ramona to think that just because someone's life appears like they're like, it's a certain way doesn't mean that we don't deal with other things that they don't deal with. And that, that's yesterday when she said that I just started, I literally, I don't even know why my brain, but I literally thought about bank of America and um, Oh my God, countryside or countrywide when they gave all those loans to black people and gave them higher interest rates, they literally would have them mark on the paperwork like put a mark to let them know that they were black or Hispanic and give them higher interest rates. And then those people lost their homes. Those people were lawyers, doctors, whatever. And then it's like looking at their life, people would say, oh, they got the nice home and the cars and they have a degree in education. In the meantime, they get ready to lose their home because Bank of America gave them this outrageous uh, interest payment that ballooned or what have you because the way they looked. Mm -hmm. So it's funny how... Both things are based on how they look, mistreated because of how we look and then assumptions because of how we look. Exactly. And Leah said something, I think it was in her confessional that I was like, 
Yeah, that's actually correct. Where she was like, Ramona, I mean, I'm sure you've had some struggles that people don't know about. Um, And of course, like everyone has struggles, but everyone doesn't know about that. And like, so does Ebony, but like multiply it times a hundred. Right. Just walking out of her house during the daytime. Exactly. And I'm like, someone needs to say that to her too. I want to know what Ramona, mm, it's dangerous. (laughs) I kind of want to know how she is like if she's rewatching this stuff, yes. how she is, um, you know, taking it in and maybe yeah. thinking differently or if she's like doing the same thing, but like, I'm just for like my health purposes and my blood pressure and things like I'm not looking at any of her stuff. Me neither. <laughs> because Me neither. I don't want to do that to myself because watching um, the show, I said this last week, I do not like, I, I don't think this is a bad season. Like Me what people are saying, I think um, it definitely is triggering to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uncomfortable for me in a <sighs> different way than it is for non-black people. Yep. Right. But like, it needs to happen. Like, this is what we were talking about last year. These uncomfortable conversations, like it mm-hmm. has to happen. You can't yep. wait it out. You can't sweep it under the rug. So like, let's do it now and like move forward. Yes. Um, but Ramona, she's just like so resistant. And like I said, it's like she's not hearing Luann um, too a little bit. She's like, so now you're calling us white supremacists? Yeah. Like, that's not what she said. At all. You are not listening <laughs> to comprehend. You know, whenever you say something to someone like, <sighs> I like to my fiance, this is <laughs> not the same thing, but it's like the same idea. And I'm sure you have these conversations with your husband too. It's like you will say something. And then you, they'll be like, oh, that's not, you said this and that. And it's like, bro, what filters that's not do you what, have on your ears? That's not that's, what I said. That's not what I said at all. So like, what did you hear when I right. said this and that and the other thing? You know? <laughs> and it's, and so it's, it's like, and don't like, tell me what I said. Cause I didn't say that. Yeah. So it's almost like that needs to be a part of the conversation. Like <laughs> Ebony can say something almost like when you're in therapy, it's like, okay, you say this. And I need for you to be like, what I heard you say was, you know, this. And then it could be like, no. So let's backtrack it. Right. And let me say it in a different way so you can understand. Because that's not what I said at all. <laughs> and it's funny. You know how you said you want to know if Ramona is watching it back thinking different? Mm-hmm. That just goes to show. Let's also remember last week when her and Luann looked up microaggressions. And what does she say? There are things that black people have to go through. So you didn't retain that information. You did it for camera and you did it for Ebony, because if you did, you would know not to have said, I want your life. You live a good life. Oh, but you just researched about how black people live last week. Remember? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's crazy. And it's like, <laughs> Ebony, God, I cannot, I just like, <laughs> we've talked about this before where I'm like, you know, some black people like you, I feel like you are an ebony because you will keep having the conversation and I want you to understand and I want you to, you know, and just she's not getting angry <laughs> when she has every right to. She is remaining calm while these women are like wilding out on her because um, she still is like, I want you to get this. And like yeah. me, I would be like, fuck y'all. I don't care if you get in or like literally never speak to me again. <laughs> Go play in traffic. Going through life <laughs> being like that. Yeah. Not my problem. Yeah. I'm not and teaching you. 
when Ramona got up and was like, I'm going to the bathroom and started dancing that whole, I like, it annoys me when people try to pull focus because they're uncomfortable or they're so self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. So I, when she called, she even tried to like, when she said, you said something very important, Mona, I was like, okay, she's going for familiarity. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to, to pull her in that way. Mm-hmm. And she just wouldn't listen. And people hear white supremacy and think, like you said, oh, you're calling me a white supremacist. No, but if you don't have a problem yeah, with, and, and I think they're looking at it like, oh, I would have a problem with white supremacy. Ma'am, it's happening, but you won't even listen. Right. Cause I'm trying to tell you what white supremacy is, but you heard the word and you were like, why are you saying that about me? Yeah. No one said that about you. No one's accusing you. It's like questions are being asked. So like a conversation can happen. Yeah. We can't even get, (laughs) we can't even get there because y'all will not shut the fuck up and just listen for a second. Normally Leah, I I haven't cared for her since the first season. I know I've been vocal, but I was Mm -hmm. cheering her on this episode because when she told Ramona, like you are the problem, and it, it was funny, not even funny, but I, I felt like I felt her frustration when she was like, shut up. Like, cause sometimes you get to a point where it's like, sometimes I feel like I want to like put my hand over your mouth. And then other times it's just like, <laughs> man, shut up. Like, you're just so stupid. And when I also will say, I appreciated her bringing up the stuff with Trump with Ebony. Well, there are, are there's clips out there of you. And I was like, okay, Leah. This is a good conversation. Yes. Like, okay, well, you're saying this, but like this thing happened. So like, make that make sense for us. Yes. Like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And at first I felt like, oh, okay, I, she's presenting it for Ebony. And then I started feeling like, oh, she has questions too, which is cool. Like that she has questions. And when Brashawn tried to shut it down, I was like, sis, like, are you serious right now? Stop it. Like, stop. Like literally. (laughs) Right. We're having a moment. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, she knows like this whole, like, oh, it's not being understood. It's like, if you would be quiet, it is being understood. Mm -hmm. Like just shut up for a minute. Cause I felt like there was almost a breakthrough. Even I could even see Lou was Lou, trying to like, least. yeah, Ramona was, you know, but it's like, okay, we're working on Lou a little bit. So like, even that could be a, a small victory, right? Right. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> right. And look, even if it makes Leah rise to a, a different type of, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to literally, I, I just, that whole thing. And it was funny. And I know you probably got DMs too. People are like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did, and I hadn't watched it. And I realized I was prolonging it because I didn't watch it when it, that night it came out. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, um, um, her name is A Ruck on Instagram. I love her. She was like, and it's funny because I always want to call her A, but I'm like, I need to ask her name. <laughs> but she, um, she was like, did you watch it? And then I messaged her and said, okay, so low key, I'm like trying to drag it out. And I was like, but I, I sat down in front of my TV and took a picture and was like watching now. And then I was like, oh, let me go take a shower first. So I took a shower and then I was like, okay, so I took a shower. Now I'm really watching it. And she was like, don't say I didn't warn you. And I said, well, pray for me um, with the father and the Holy Ghost. And she said, it's going to be a lot. I said, pray for the whole Trinity then, because I, I already know. <laughs> like, and something that you said is how it's triggering for us too. I don't think that's what they non-people of color get Mm -hmm. y'all are triggered because y'all feel like 
either people are going to think that's what you are or because you know you reflect some of those things mm-hmm. when we're triggered because we've been in those situations. We've literally been in those situations. Mm-hmm. So it, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. And I just, oh, God bless Ebony. I'll yes. Tell you what. Um, oh, I did want to ask you, though, circling back to Leah, because you don't really fuck with Leah never did. <laughs> and I know there's, there's some people that are like that people are like turning on her this season. Cause it's not her best season, <laughs> but I still am like a little irritated that she was like, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to vote. That whole thing is still in the back of my head. Cause it's like, how can you say all of this stuff and you know you're supposed to be woke or whatever yes but you're not gonna do the thing that's gonna like help promote change like I can't get to like when people say they're not gonna vote like I cannot with that conversation is almost like where do we go from here yeah and and it almost it's funny because I was like yeah I was cheering her on for bringing up like the things with Ebony, but at the same time, thank you for reminding me of that because it's almost like, well, you don't even really have a voice in this if you don't vote. Right. That, yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I mean. And Uh, I didn't like when she told Ebony, I don't know if you recognize your power. You can be intimidating to me. I didn't like that conversation because to me it gave shades of angry. You're an angry woman in a different way to tell a black woman she's intimidating because she's talking about herself. Mm-hmm. And then she said in her confessional last week, maybe Ebony should try to become friends with the women and try a different approach. This is coming from you who keeps throwing out sex words to Ramona because you want Ramona to what talk about sex like you. Because you feel like, you know, Ramona um, can get it on a different level, but she's not. So you're just going to throw out words like balls and all that. Like, so to me, to say that to Ebony, I mean, to say maybe Ebony needs to change her approach when you're not even doing that. Yeah. And it's it was also giving me because it's like you want to call out Heather for her microaggressions Mm. towards Ebony Mm -hmm. saying, what did she say? She was um, articulate, articulate, whatever. Um, and it's like you low key <laughs> were Did saying the same thing just now. And I know you understand what microaggressions are. Yes. So it's such weird. a good point. Um, whatever. But and you know what's yeah, funny? Me, me and Corey talked about that scene where Heather was like, you're so eloquent. And I have to be honest. And it's funny. I haven't said it. So like, oh, oh my God, I'm saying it to you. But in that moment when she said it. I didn't. My initial thought, because it was coming off of the conversation that Ebony was able to express her feelings exactly. A lot of people in this world can't do that. They get tongue-tied, they get upset, right? And, and to be so <laughs> no calm. No one will ever say that I'm eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ. Like that bitch was but... rambling like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but and even how Ebony was that's able to start out. That's not the microaggression out. I get. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's not the microaggression. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't get that one. Oh my God. But how she even told Lou, Lou, First of all, I just want you to know I love you. So we know Ebony knows how to guide, a con- not, not even guide, knows how yeah. to approach people to get them to hear her. So yes, she's great at it. She's great. When Heather said, You're so eloquent, I honestly, my first thought was, 
I get what she's saying. Yeah. For somebody to be able to articulate their feelings, not the way they use words, because articulate to me would be saying T and S. That's what I get. Yeah. So when yeah. she said you're eloquent, I felt like she was saying how Ebony could effectively communicate her feelings mm -hmm. to someone and make it very clear. There was no black and I mean, there was no gray. It was black and white. So for then, but that point you just said, Leah was getting on Heather, but then Leah literally did the same thing to Ebony. I hadn't even thought about that part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the question is for, I mean, non uh, people of color, non black people probably want to know if you think someone <laughs> is eloquent Right. Because mm -hmm. there are people who are and you want to say that to them. How would you get that across without it being a microaggression? Would you just have to go deeper into it like you just did and be like the way that you can like say what's on your mind like so clearly without jumbling your words or, you know, stumbling over them or like whatever is like so cool because I can't do that. I think like that, that. Would, Yep. Just like that. Simple as that, because you made it so like. And maybe because I feel like I'm a descriptive person, so I want people to really get it. But I would want somebody to tell me that instead of saying you're articulate. Mm -hmm. I would say, well, I went to speech class from third grade through eighth grade to learn how to say my S's. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <you laughs> know, <laughs> and I still sound like I have a lisp sometimes. So, yeah. you know, but I like how you said it. Like just and I think that if somebody said you're articulate or you're eloquent, meaning I know how to verbalize my feelings and communicate effectively. It just goes to show you that everybody can't verbalize their, their feelings because what they're trying to say is you're great the way you were, but they can't say it. So it's like, I feel like giving some sort of not leeway, but some, sometimes we know when a person is what they're yeah, really and, trying to say. And Ebony knew that Heather wasn't. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think Leah was either, but I think that's just one of those things. It's like, let's just try and be more aware yeah. of what we're saying. You know, it just, did you it's feel like work? It takes practice, yes. just like anything else, you know? Yep. Cause don't you feel like it takes practice because for so long, black people were taught not to speak their minds. Our, our moms would probably tell us and, you know, basically to try to ignore like the little things and just get through life. So it takes work for us to now I'm looking around at white people speaking up and I'm like, Oh, y'all are speaking up. And I'm looking around seeing us speaking up like this feels weird. Like I taught my kids to speak up, but it feels weird for me to be saying some of the things I'm saying in front of company, if you will, in front yeah, of yeah, yeah. white people. Mm -hmm. Me too. So it's, it's like you don't want to make them uncomfortable. Yes. And it's like, well, that's too fucking bad because yes. I'm not going to be sitting here being uncomfortable. If I'm going to be uncomfortable, so are you. You said that not before, and I, I, I'm sorry, I told my mom about you, and I told her you said that, and she said, yes, yes, that's it. What I look like sitting here being the only one uncomfortable, just so that you feel good. No, <laughs> it's going to be both of us. If that's petty, then that's what it is. And we'll I don't looking care. At I did that shit for so long. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't care. Sorry. I feel like I can't. Like, there's no fiber of my being that will let me let you make me feel a certain type of way. And then me feel like I can't say anything back because you're uncomfortable, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to black and white. I just refuse to do it anymore. It's like, mm -mm. yeah, so no, 
Did you notice though, pre-Ebony's dinner, Leah wanted Ebony to use her voice as loud as she could because she wanted her to school Ramona, teach Ramona, get these white women. And Leah had been sowing those kind of seeds from the first episode when they were going to Sonia's. And I forget the exact question, but wasn't Ebony like, I wonder either how they'll be around me or what they're, it, it was something to, to make Leah say, what, like they've never been around black people. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, she, yeah. she was sowing those seeds. Right. And felt like she could chime in on what a microaggression is or, or like she was so woke that dinner happened and she couldn't contribute not a word to the dinner. And then the next time you see Ebony, it's maybe you should pull back some after you couldn't contribute anything to the conversation. Right. So it's like you only want it to happen whenever you can <laughs> say something like it's yeah. weird because it's not about you. It's not about you. And I think that you know that <laughs> or you should. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. It was just weird. And the dinner. I, during this season, there have been times when I've been like, oh, Ebony, right? Just mm-hmm. keeping it 100. If nothing else, I thought the dinner was actually the time to talk about it because it was a night in Harlem with Ebony K. Williams. And she said, I'm going to bring you into my world. That's what she said. And she talked about the Harlem Renaissance and things like that. Whether people thought it was boring or not, if she had tried to have that conversation at the election party or at Ramona's in Sag Harbor, we all would have been like, where did this come from? But it was... Yeah, about Ebony and the fact that I was telling Corey, I'm watching like how viewers are reacting Mm -hmm. all the times when I at first thought, oh, Ebony, it seems like that just came out of nowhere. I noticed white viewers being like, yes, get Ramona. Yes. And I was like, wow, I was feeling like here I am black feeling like, oh, maybe there could have been a better time. Mm -hmm. And white people are cheering for her. Then the one time that blackness was the center, I'm cheering that on like, yes. And white people had a problem with that dinner. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting to me for people to have such a problem with the dinner being centered around Ebony and her blackness in Harlem. And I was all for that, but y'all were okay as long as she was getting Ramona and Lou together at times. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, so it's almost like, are you only enjoying it when it's like a, attacking which really it's not yeah like, right okay let's say getting Ramona and Lou together like telling them about themselves you only enjoy it when it's like that but when it's something centered <laughs> you know, around like, us yeah it's like no we don't want it that way yeah <laughs> kind of like how Ramona is saying like you want the yes. information but you want it to come in I have no idea what kind of package <laughs> honestly <laughs> there's only so many ways it can come right right um i don't know i think like you said it's very on brand like it made sense for all of that to happen at that dinner it was a night in harlem and she was talking <laughs> about the heart like what do you <laughs> i don't get it and like you said people are like yeah like diversify we a black woman but it's like oh no too much black too m- yes that's that- too much black right there yes I don't oh want all that. my god raven <laughs> one yes. time like that like yes. sprinkle it don't slather it. And make it funny. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just. You don't get to choose how it comes, bro. No. <laughs> and to make it a game, I'm one. I love girls nights. Mm-hmm. I don't like games. 
Now I've said this to one of my girlfriends before. Oh, I think yes. she just chose to ignore me. I do not like it. Now I will play them. <laughs> now I will say I do love a taboo. <laughs> but if we're playing games, can it be like a taboo? Or what's the um what's the what's the game that's like a, a dirty minds where mm-hmm. like you have it'll be a card and a letter is missing and you have to guess and it's like F starts with F and ends with K and it says um you stick me in something and it's done. So you're thinking mm-hmm. like dirty minds, but it's so, or those type of games now, mm-hmm. but I am a good sport. I will play, but I, my girlfriend, I'm like, when we all get together, we're laughing, talking, everybody's like in a different corner. Then it's like, okay, games irritates my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do not invite Taria to game night. No, I, will come, I promise I will come and have fun. I promise I will. In my mind, I'm going to be like, here we go. But when, <laughs> but I'm going to get there and win because I am very competitive. Like, so, and, and I, But it's not like I walk around thinking, oh, I'm going to beat you. But if we're playing a game, I'm playing to crush you. I used to get on my kids yes. and say, what are you doing? Take this game seriously. And they're like, we're just playing for fun. And I had to bring myself back together. I was like, who plays for fun? There needs to be an outcome, a win. Oh my so, God. Okay. so, but I'm better now, but, uh, people were saying Ebony should have made it a game that would have turned me off. Mm-hmm. Can we not make a game about the Harlem Renaissance and just straight up give the information? Mm-hmm. Now, when she called uh, Leah James Baldwin, I had, had, I said, I'm gonna holler at her real quick. Leave him out of this equation. What? <laughs> Even Leah was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Are you sure you couldn't pick anyone up? Like, I don't think, I don't think that matches. And it's like, I would have gave right. that to Sonia before I gave it to Leah. Mm-hmm. But so I just, I just was so disappointed in the way that people totally forgot it was about her. And also being transparent after Brian's article, when she responded and I read it, it like opened my eyes to when I was saying before how I thought certain times it was like race just was brought in. And it, and like she said, race has always been a part of Roni, but it was the white race. And when she said being black is who she is and it's tied to everything. And then I made myself sit back and say, and I asked myself, did you think it was too much or not too much, but not the right time because you went to school with all white people for such a long time and you learned to make them comfortable and you weren't even okay with someone centering their blackness because you feel like we can look at them and see if they were black. But here is a woman yeah. confident enough to center her blackness. So is that what was bothering you about it? And I had to ask myself, and I'm like, yeah, I think it was a little bit that mm-hmm. she was so comfortable to be like, blackness is tied into me because for so long we would be like, yeah, I'm black, but I am capable of this, 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 instead of being like, I'm a black woman. And that's it. Period. Yeah. So Ooh, good I, point. Yeah. I don't have to sit with that. <laughs> Cause I really was like, <laughs> like why do I feel me. like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and yeah. when I read her article, I felt such a, it was almost like a release, but also like a thank you for allowing me to see that on a reality show. Because I say that's how I'm going about my life and I'm having these conversations but I can't then draw back because I I make somebody feel uncomfortable. I'm proud to be a black woman. And that's just what it is, period. Mm-hmm. 
I had a problem with her Breakfast Club interview when she blamed Black people for letting the foolishness of Roni continue for 12 years. I'm like, we can have a conversation about that. Yeah, she said that Black people allowed that this white foolishness on Roni to what continue for 12 years. These, <laughs> these ladies and how they act. It was like entertainment. But, like, what do you right, mean? That's why I'm like, what is the, what are you right. talking about? <laughs> and then she no, said, I'm not with you on that. No, at all. So I was like, sis, that's where we need to talk. And yeah. then she said, there's a disconnect. Here. There, oh, you, you're you about to be all the way unplugged. Not even disconnected. Oh, she, no. said, she said, she basically, I guess she's, she's getting black people in her DMs saying that you're ruining the show for me. I just can't, I just want to watch white foolishness. And I said, well, that's not all the DMs you're getting. Cause I sent you one. You just didn't respond. But anyway, um, that was totally different, but she said, um, and she talked to some good friends of hers and they let her know that she was holding up a mirror. Okay. I'm going to say this, but she might've been right, but I still don't like the way she said it. She said she was holding up a mirror to black people and the microaggressions that they didn't address and let go unchecked every day. So watching her, they felt uncomfortable. Now, I guess I'll say this. I don't agree with that. Might be true. That, yeah. Like part of it is like, cause like I said, I realized. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, okay. Something to sit with. Something to sit with. I'm mad now that I came to that all sitting on. <laughs> no, it's good. You know, <laughs> yeah. just honest yeah. conversation, you know? Yeah. But it's like, don't be saying that when we're out here capping for you. Like, <laughs> right. You know, because you're so willing as a, she keeps saying she's an educator, which she is, but don't forget about us. You assume that all black people know how to address that. If we're taught to be quiet um, growing up and your mom is telling you don't address, or your parents are saying, Hey, listen, you don't address it unless it gets out of hand, unless they call you the N word. Microaggressions are microaggressions. Sometimes you don't even realize it happened until after the fact. Right. A lot like, of times that happened. I mean, I think even now thinking about some things, I'm like, no, wait a minute now. Right. That was, <laughs> right. That I was think, not cool. That was a I think, microaggression moment. Right. So I would want her to not forget about us. Don't feel like, don't feel like we have all the knowledge that you have. I'm still learning stuff about blackness as a black person and Hell stepping yeah. into it. Yeah. So well, this last year has been very educational yes. for me too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, sis, don't forget about us. Don't be so ready, so quick to educate these white Fox news type folks. And then you forget about your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So very good. Yeah. Thank you for being <laughs> Now I'm going to be crying and shaking in a corner somewhere after this. <laughs> Me and my past self. <laughs> it's okay. You know, if you like that sometimes. Um, okay. I think, I think we did Roni. I think we did Roni, right? All right. Let's, uh, well, let's, Beverly Hills now. let's just get mad all over again. Raven, I want to fight. <laughs> Let me just first, before we get into the Sutton of it all, I want to ask you, how are you feeling about this season just in general? Because I, surprisingly, <laughs> really enjoying it. There's been some moments where I'm, you know, <laughs> there's been a lot of moments where I get angry that I'm like, this 
is pretty enjoyable because generally Beverly Hills for me, you know, it's like not one of my favorites. I'm like, whatever, I'll watch it, but I'm not super invested. Yes, me too. I feel invested for the first time with Beverly Hills now. Me too. (laughs) And yeah, I'm mad at myself because if I'm invested, my emotions get invested. So I think overall, I think it's, I look forward to it coming on. Yeah. Aside from one issue, because the one issue, which we'll get into, almost made me want to stop watching for a while because it was too familiar. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I look forward to seeing what we're going to get from these ladies. Like, oh, what's what, what are they going to talk about this week? And just especially with Erica and the housewife and the hustler and watching how these women are reacting to Erica. Oh my it's like, oh, wow. I need to ask you a question. I am. I watch people say, oh, Erica's scary. Oh, she scares me. And I want to know she's not putting hands on you. So how does she scare you? Her coldness? I mean, like, there's no way I feel like she could scare me to the point of they're scared to say something to her. I don't get I've never understood that. I got to tell you, um, I guess it's her, oh, she's cold thing. And she's just like, you know, made of ice. And she's just sitting there, you know, straight face. Yeah. She's not really going to yell or anything, you know, Mm -hmm. she's going to use a stern voice and like, whatever. I guess that's scary to people. I don't know. I'm like, girl, what? Because she's going to like say something like mean to you. Bitch, say something mean back. Listen. That's her. I've been waiting for people to do that. And they won't. And it's like very confusing to me because I'm like. She's just, I mean, I would, what, what is it? Can you imagine her using her teeth to say to you or what, <laughs> or what, or what? And I would have been like, especially knowing if we knew at that time what's going on or what I've been like, or what give them orphans their money back or what give them orphans your Chagall or what give them orphans your ring. What you mean? Or what, or what? Exactly. Like, and, and Sutton's not going to do it. No, I think that's why I was so like tripping last week when she was like, you don't want to see me angry. Like, like girl, the, what are you going to do? Right. The Untie only your bow. Like, it's, like what is, <laughs> girl, I'm seeing you angry right now. I've seen you. The only way I would half believe you is if you said I have more anger than white fragility. Okay, then maybe I would back up because you're full of that. That is a tagline. (laughs) (laughs) You have your tagline for next season and you have Taria to think. That's a good one. She would never, but it's really good. She'd cry halfway through it. (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean I'm fragile? Yeah. I know this is an unpopular person and we not allowed to talk about this family, I don't think, but I couldn't help but look at her last night in here, you and your Christmas pageant dress. Caroline from the um from uh the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion when Teresa had on that green and she was like, you and your Christmas pageant dress. Because I kept looking at Sutton seeing Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever that was. And I just wanted to scream, you and your Christmas pageant dress. What whatever that was is is right. Okay, because I'm still not like you. You got some nerve. You got all the nerve to call somebody else's clothes ugly. And listen, I don't I don't really like Crystal's pants either, but it's just like you don't get to say that. Let somebody anybody else on that cast I would receive it from. And I'd be like, yeah, 
the pants are not cute, hon. <laughs> you are cute. The pants are not. This is not it. Not but it. Sutton, girl, stop it. Like, I d- I'm insulted that she has a boutique. If she's the buyer, <laughs> I'm insulted. Yeah, I wonder what kind of stuff is in there. Me too. Is she Is she using, I guess that would be difficult not to do, right? If you're buying right. stuff like your sense of style has to come in there somewhere, or are you making it an effort to be like, it's not about what I like. Right. I think people are going to buy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get like not ugly things. I get last season, Lisa Renna put on one of her dresses, right? And well, so that was from what I'm remembering, I liked it, I think, when she was dragging that dress on the sidewalk up and down. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah, I, I think she's got some normal stuff in there. He says, okay. I think it, yeah. So that's good. Maybe she needs to wear that stuff and not yeah. that crazy Dolce and Gamada stuff because it's not good at all. Like that boat. Okay, so I watched it last week, but I don't know. Maybe my mind was so focused on what I like making me angry about what was going on with like the her and Crystal situation. I didn't realize, full disclosure, the bigness of her bow until I was watching this week and the (laughs) (laughs) the flashback. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know how I missed it. Because I try not to look at her when she's on screen because she, (laughs) can I tell you, like, she <laughs> like a kid. I'm like, I'm not looking at her. Mm-mm. Listen, whatever helps you get through the episode, get through it. Okay. Raven, I was so angered. I was like, and so when I saw it, I was like, F- <laughs> oh my God. No wonder what everybody's been talking about. For the last it's like not day. only is it like big, but it's also like crinkly, and it's like just like Doctor Susie, like yes. hot in a hat, something. It's just like a lot. Like it could have wrapped around her legs twice. Like mm-hmm. her legs are very small. Yeah, they are. I didn't notice that until people had pointed it out. Yeah, I was wondering, like, was something happening? Like when she was a child? Like what? I don't know. Like, because they are small. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're strong. They hold up all that white fragility. So <laughs> I can't, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm go- I, you know, you I know, keep th- saying it. That's what it is. Everyone say- knows that. That cannot be argued. Okay? And you, you know the saying and the colloquialism we use in our community. Like, I want Crystal to keep her foot on her neck. And she it's is. different than a knee, people. This is a foot. Yeah. The, I mean, she absolutely is. I have no worry or doubt that she's going to be like okay sorry you know like no mm-hmm. she's not going to so let's just go ahead and <laughs> dive into this okay. crystal versus Sutton um feud I even though Sutton's really pissing me off I do have to say I'm here for this feud yeah I'm really enjoying it because Crystal is so like god she's just like unbothered the way that she is handling this mm-hmm. is <laughs> I see myself in it a little bit. <laughs> okay. The way that, and I'm, listen, I'm not saying <laughs> this is the right way <laughs> to handle things. We all know that I am petty. I have things to work on, whatever. But the way that she's like kind of chuckling as Sutton's getting us. <laughs> like just, <laughs> just refusing. Yeah. To let up like I just I think it's great I identify with it um in case it's not clear by now like I am firmly <laughs> on team Chris 
the me too. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like it's probably the same for you. Like whenever 100%. they were in um, Tahoe, <clears throat> Sutton lost me completely. Completely. When completely. Crystal was talking about like her experiences with racism and Sutton entered she interjected with her white fragility and I was just like again too familiar too f- and <laughs> I was just like I cannot believe and it, it's weird because it's like this isn't shocking because it's happened yes to you to, to <laughs> yes. a lot of people and so it's like why are you shocked that this is what you're seeing but I don't know it just was and it's was still shocking like, this is a fucking insane. And I feel like people are forgetting that that even happened, yes. which is wild to me because like I said, people are like, Oh, Chris being mean. And I'm like, first of all, no, she's not right. I would be a lot meaner girl. She's let me tell you anything. Cause she's continued like having conversations with Sutton after that, even though Sutton didn't apologize. Um, mm-hmm. I would never mm. speak to that bitch again. And every, and if I had to, it would be rude. Yeah, it would like, be. I would make sure it was rude. How she was on the boat, that would be our every interaction. Yes. I every single it. time. Okay. Okay. okay like okay. anything else? Like, and what I don't get is when that initially happened and people were like, oh my God, amplify people of color's voices, amplify their voices. So Sutton, I said, it's not, not only did she cut her off and say, well, what do you think about this and change the subject? She specifically, Specifically said, we're not talking about this. And then said, compared her experience of being compared to a redneck. And Kyle, I'm going to be, thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to be mean. Because Kyle has, listen, I gave her something like this much with the way she received Garcelle. But now I question that. But Kyle brought that subject up. And for Kyle not to step in and say, hey, Sutton, I want to hear what she has to say when it came to that. But when Crystal was talking about her eating disorder the night of the election and Sutton went to interrupt, she stepped in and said, wait a minute, Sutton, I want to hear about it. So what's different? Oh, the subject matter. Yeah, you're more comfortable talking about an eating disorder than you are really talking about what Crystal was going to talk about. I'm. When I hear people say Crystal or mean, I'm Crystal's me. I'm like, to who? Because she's been getting along with the other woman. It's just been the one woman who did what she did to her. And the way people are just like, people got mad because she called Sutton crazy. I said, oh, so y'all want to pull focus? Because then it was, oh, she's shaming the mental health community. Mm-hmm. No one said that about Kyle calling her irrational last night. No. And you know what? Exactly. It's like, okay, that's fine. Let's, let's go with that because she shouldn't be calling her crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we're not supposed to do that. That's something that I think everybody's trying to work on. Mm-hmm. I still do that. No. Me too. <laughs> like It's a process, right? Yeah. Um, Just like it is for them. It's a process for us. Exactly. Um, but like, what else? Like, like because Sutton's like, what crazy planet are you living on? It's like, thank well, you. Not when, yours. And then when Sutton she, got so upset, and it's like, bitch, yes. you you came with this like because she gave it back to you. Now you're upset. Like how dare yes. you? Yes. And the women are gonna, looking at Crystal like, whoa. It's like the fact she that, that to me, right? And I go back to if you look at every single interaction after Sutton did that to her, Sutton then to me it's like. 
I'm a, violating her space, invading her space. And it's like, I want to talk to you. What you said last night was mean. And then talks about her experience in an elevator as if that compares to being treated different. And Crystal acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to dinner. Sutton acts manic. And Crystal's like, dude, you're the most uptight person. When I watched that footage of her going into Crystal's room, I said, y'all are choosing to ignore the fact that as soon as she opened the door, she stopped because she saw her and said, oh, or something like that, and then proceeded to keep going. Yeah, it's weird. And she's not acknowledging that. It's like she's focused on the wrong things because it's like, like Crystal said, and, you know, the normal response would be like, oh, my God, so sorry. But you're like, oh, what, you know, what are you doing in here or whatever? And at Lisa's dinner, she's like, why are you being so defensive? Like, what were you doing in there? Yes. Can you drop Can you? Right. Yes. Nothing. (laughs) Stop it. Listen, I want everybody to write their local municipalities that control like tolls because they're called toll violations when you run a toll. (laughs) So I don't think nothing sexual about a toll violation. No, and Kristen didn't say that. Right. And Dorit, did you notice Dorit when they were at the election party when she really wasn't getting along with Kyle or feeling Kyle? She went to stick up to um, have Crystal's back and say, because she said to Sutton, every interaction she's had with you has been negative. Dorit said that her and Kyle really make up. Now, all of a sudden, the story's changing with Crystal. Is what Dorit is saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's interesting. And to watch... It, to me, it's upsetting to watch the audience say, oh, yeah, Crystal is changing the story because Dorit said it. But if you watch back, the story's not changing, but her emotion is changing every time she has to talk about it, which is normal. Yeah, it's me. annoying. Yeah, it's like. So she's not bringing it up. Let me tell you something. Here's here's another issue with Sutton, because who brought it up at mm. that dinner? was Kyle slash yep. Kathy. And then again on last night's episode, that was Kathy. So yep. why are you Sutton? Mm. Not when when Kathy's calling you Thomasina, which I think mm. is hilarious, not sorry. Um why aren't you saying anything to her? Because like Crystal never called you a peeping Tom. Mm. That was Kathy and your friends were laughing at the table. Yes. Every single one of them were laughing at it. And you didn't say, and you're just like, this, that needs to stop. Oh, we're doing this again. Like, no, say how you really feel. Yeah. Maybe not with Crystal, but you're not doing it with Kathy and it's weird. If you don't want her to call you a peeping Tom or Thomasina or whatever else they're saying about you, then say it right then. It's like you're giving, uh, like all of your anger is pointed toward Crystal and it's not making sense. No. And Crystal's the one that did something. You did something to her. Exactly. And it's like the same thing because you... (laughs) you're embarrassed or upset with yourself that you mm. forgot to bring a, a gift for our <sighs> friend Garcelle's birthday and everyone else did. And Garcelle super loved not only Crystal's gift. Okay. Cause it was from K- Crystal, Kathy and Kyle, but you just are seething. You see her face. She was yes! so mad. And she's because <laughs> that's your fault. That's on you. Crystal isn't doing anything, but just like existing. She's existing. sitting there. She's not saying nothing to you. She's not saying nothing about you. You're all just like eating your bolognese and enjoying life. And that's when her that's when her attitude turned. Like, I don't care what she's saying to Kyle. And Kyle knows she's full of shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not about the gift situation. And 
the fact that because Crystal remembered Garcelle admiring her ring and was like, and she knew it had to be Crystal's idea, even though all of them went in on it to say, hey, let's get her this ring. And the, when she was going in her bag, even when I've been out with my girlfriends and let's say it's a party and I'm like reapplying my, I'm talking like, yeah, girl, let me see. I'm and still engaged. The fact that Kyle and see, cause Kyle sniper from the side producer, what have you gets up. And <laughs> I would never do that because I, if, if we're at your birthday party and I can see that one of our mutual friends has an attitude. I'm not getting up to do that because you're going to be, you're going to be like, well, wait, what's going on? Or it's just rude. It's about them. I would ignore her until after the party. I did that quick story. We went to new Orleans for my birthday several years ago. And there was a group of us. I think there was like six of us. And one of my friends, um, came and I listen I told her I was like straight up because I, I know she's like not much of a drinker or whatever okay like, it's going to be a drunk fest so I don't want you to feel like you have to come because it's my birthday like if you don't want to come that's cool with me but like fair warning right we're gonna be fucked up the whole time <laughs> and I mean so we get there and we're drinking we're having a good time and like when I tell you the three days that we were there this bitch was just like pouting the whole time and I was like guess what I'm not, <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm not going to ruin my birthday trip here. This is my first time in New Orleans. I'm very excited. Right. So if you want to do that, that's fine. But like, I'm not going to be checking on you. I don't care. Because <laughs> right, it's about you. Them. Yeah. And oh, now you've got my friends being like, is she okay? Is she okay? <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No, like, yes, change your fucking attitude or go home or go home. Exactly. Because I think that's so rude to it's very rude, like no consideration to who should be the focus here. So yeah. Irritating. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody who would do that at like family events all the time. And it would be like, here we go. Now she off standing and staring into the corners. So everybody can say like, no, like literally. What's wrong? What's yeah. Wrong? Like, oh, my no. gosh. Not today, but yeah, no. Kyle's doing it because, you know, it's, it's a, a show. show. Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. But I'd have been like, let that bitch go home then. Right. She was like, I don't like being places with people that I don't like. We'll leave. Right. We don't like you. So get off our TV then if that's yeah, the case. And see, no. I mean, it works both. With, when she said the way she's looking at me with her smug face. Oh, I'm sorry. What? She definitely did later on after they started getting into it. Yes, she did. Before that. Yes. And I was so, when she said, I want an apology, to demand an apology. When I tell you my blood was at a hundred to demand an apology. That doesn't work. That's not how apologies work. So it's like, even if she did like you or she would be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, does that feel genuine to you? Are you happy now? Cause just cause you heard the words. Right. I loved when Crystal said no. She was like, and then she was like, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. And it's it's like, well, that's not a real apology. And it's like, I know, like, that's why I said it that way. Yeah. I just told you I'm not going to apologize because I'm not sorry. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Sutton make that apology to Crystal? Like after she put herself in her space for the third time, when Sutton had a nerve to say, if somebody comes crying to you, you should apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. Crystal did that to you the last day she was there. Mm. And to me, again, Sutton has no boundaries. 
she had already went in her room. She would either pull Crystal aside to talk or she went in her room. To me, I felt like, you know, like when your mom or somebody's like, leave that child alone. That's, I felt like that's what I would have done because you go into her room the last day. I want to be friends. I'm a hugger to me. And and people can say what they want. I'm not giving you that energy. And you know, I'm not, why are you in here? Like, so now you're violating my space. Like that would make me so mad. Like what can, why can't you just leave it where it's at? Like leave I it where it's at some time. Cause you still just really pissed me off the other day. <laughs> and then she hugged her like, girl, you don't, you just don't touch people. No. Like, you know, she doesn't want to hug, like whatever, whatever. Um, ugh, it's just insane. There's something else. Oh, I know. When Sutton was like losing it <laughs> towards the end of the episode and she, you know, Garcelle was like, what's going on? And she was like, I'm still upset with her. <sighs> Crystal was like, me still today? Like, what did I, <laughs> I right. think today? Like, what's going on? And Sutton was saying whatever she was saying that she was still upset about mm-hmm. the word violated and she don't like it and whatever. And Crystal, she like interrupted her. And um, Sutton was like, don't disrespect my feelings. And I was like, oh, what an interesting thing for you to say. <laughs> because <laughs> you were disrespecting how she felt when she said she felt violated. And that's what all this is about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those full circle moments. Yeah? You said same. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So I that, yes. agree that neither one of us want our feelings to be disrespected. Right. So maybe we can go from that point. Yes. And, you know. And maybe you could apologize for what you did to start all of this. What about the way maybe, she was? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know. Maybe if you apologized for all of that, then I could be like, not I'm sorry you feel upset, but like, yes. I'm sorry that what I said upset you. <laughs> I am sorry for that. Yeah. Cause she said, I don't want you to be upset yeah. because, it, and I, and I believe that. Crystal. Yeah. I believe her too. Yeah. But because when Sutton's upset, everyone's always on Sutton's side oh, trying to calm her down. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you feel about, well, Two things. Did you know, even though we won't see it till next week, this week we saw, we saw Sutton waving her finger and all. And then next week, when she tells Crystal, take your finger out of the air, there is a hint of Augusta, Georgia during the time she was raised there in Sutton. Who do you, you don't talk to nobody, but your employees like that. And you just did it. And it's weird. It's very, I'm getting reminiscence of some things. Yes. And that's my thing, so the way she talked. But I can't, I can't yep. give it back to you. That's the whole thing yeah. with Sutton. She can like dish it, but she can't take it. Can't take like, it. And it. she remi- like, then I just, it, ugh, get your finger out of the air. We're not talking about this. What plantation did you own? Because that's what it sounded like to me. Mm. I'm t- I started Googling. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Augusta, <laughs> something in that DNA is not right. Because you can't tell me. I remember when Sasha had called her out on something last year. And she was just so fragile. The kitchen. Yes. My kitchen gets hot. Mm -hmm. My kitchen gets hot. Ma'am, until. And I was telling Corey, see, this is how 
things tie together. You have a woman sitting in front of you that doesn't have a kitchen. No, you Talking don't have to a kitchen at all. Because it's like you understand yes. what it means. Yes. You do. Yes. So then you have to also understand that you don't have a kitchen, babe. You don't have a kitchen until you have to, and I'm going to keep saying this, until you have to have legislation put in place so that you can wear your kitchen in its natural state to work without getting fired, you don't have anything like what we have. Right. So, I, and the way she reacted to that was so fragile. Mm-hmm. It was like, that is something, that's who she is. I had somebody tell me they know her personally and she's nice. Anybody can be nice. Like anybody can be nice. And I I talked about this with Jonathan last week. Dr. Martin Luther King talked about polite racism. Nice. Like it's, it's okay. I see you. Yeah, I see you. But then when you start really pointing out things in them, then it's like, oh no, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. So it's like, Polite racism, and I'm not, for those of you, I want you to hear me clearly, I'm not calling Sutton a racist, but something she's doing is falling under that umbrella where I think she's a bigot, personally. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking so too. And I don't think I would have if she hadn't done that thing with Crystal. Me, me, yes. And, and, I probably wouldn't have been picking up on yes. the other things. And isn't that wild? Because that's what we like we just said, <laughs> there's certain things that happen and we don't catch all of them until later. Yeah. You know? So like, I don't know. And the fact that, like you said, she's directing all of her anger at the other women who do happen to be white. To Crystal, when Crystal's sitting there saying nothing, all Crystal said was, I felt like this. And I'm really disappointed in Garcelle. I watched last week's Watch What Happened Live when she was on with um, Amrit and she was like, she needs to get rid of that word, the word violation, right? She was so sure. And then someone, someone from somewhere said, why do you guys, I'm paraphrasing, keep saying Crystal's bringing it up. It's not Crystal's bringing it up. Kyle brought it up and she said, oh, she didn't. She didn't. Well, it felt like she did. It felt like she did. And I'm like, girl, you're the same one that felt a type of way about Kyle bringing up the fact that, let's be honest, you didn't pay the donation. Mm -hmm. Mistake. We know it was a mistake, Uh but you felt that way about it. Mm -hmm. And you had a conversation with Kyle and it became a teaching moment. So you can't back up Crystal and see how this could become a teaching moment. Uh, Casey Rose Wilson from Bitch Sesh was on Garcelle's podcast and um, and I, Casey retold the story and Casey said, she asked Garcelle said, who do you think is the most white, uh, has the most white fragility on Beverly Hills? And Casey said before Garcelle could finish, she was like Sutton and Ka- and Garcelle intimated that it was Kyle. Now, listen, I'm not saying Kyle doesn't have it, but I didn't see what I'm watching right now. Right. So like now you're just. Yeah. And I feel like, and it's like very like, no, come on. What are you watching? And you're ignoring things. Yeah. And you're ignoring it because you were on an Island by yourself. Cause Denise didn't have your back last year, even though you had her, she didn't have your back. Mm -hmm. So, and maybe because she wasn't capable, but you and Sutton gravitated toward each other because you you knew going into the season, you didn't have anybody. Yeah. You weren't part of the Fox force five. So now y'all are friends. And I said, what's telling, what a shame. 
What a shame. Exactly. You know how the Fox Force Five has been getting together, taking their pictures. Garce, um, what's why her name? name? I said, I'm where did Fox come from? That's what, like, why is that the name? And you unless y'all have one of those. Five or something? I don't. That's what. I said the same Fox thing. Force Five? Is there an undercurrent or something here that we need to know about? Like, like I don't think so, but like, it's still just, you know, when you hear it, it's like, what? right. Where did Fox Why? 45 come from? It's a stupid name. That's it's what I'm saying. so st- stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they Sorry, were, um, no, no, that's okay. It's because it's about that. So they were all out to dinner. Right. And Sutton and Crystal had done two separate interviews. So these are two separate interviews but I think with the same person and they asked Sutton about seeing the Fox force five out together, not being invited. And Sutton's immediate answer was that just means Garcelle and I were left out. We weren't invited. And then Kyle chimed in, like, basically you've been invited to other stuff. When they asked Crystal, Crystal said, like, how do you feel being left out? She said it, it means that it's a dinner that I wasn't meant to be a part of, but I hope they really had a good time and enjoyed it. That tells you who each of them are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, girl, you don't have to be invited to everything. Yeah. So have you seen what do you think about people's reactions to Crystal having a purse that costs that much? Have you seen the stuff online? Yeah, let me tell you, I've it's very confusing to me because, OK, like, for example, this week we saw um, Dorit's like tiny little expensive purse. I don't remember what the price tag is, but mm-hmm. it's something ridiculous. Right? Yes. Yep. Um, and it was just sitting there in her home where she lives, where her things reside. And <laughs> that was the same thing with Crystal. Like y'all were getting ready to go somewhere and her purse was on the table. Like, do y'all not do that at your house? She's rich. So she has rich people things in her rich people house. Like, I don't get it. Everyone no. has like, and what they were we, saying that she was taunting Kyle with it. How? Now that's her purse that she wants to carry for whatever reason. That's what these rich people do. Right. Isn't that why we watch? They like, <laughs> do we forget about like 25,000 girl? The <laughs> like, that was, that was weird. She kept yes. telling everybody how much like the shit costs. Crystal just had it sitting there and right. just knows because they're rich people and they right. know. I saw the purse and I was like, why are, why are we still looking at this purse? Is Kyle going to call it ugly or something? Because we're what? Like, what? Are, why is she right. acting like that? Because I'm broke. I'll never have a purse. So I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, this is Beverly Hills. Exactly. The reason we watch, I just... And then I, someone literally said, it's disgusting and she should know better during the time that we're living in. I'm so- should the rest of them know better too then? Thank you. Dorit. Should, thank you. That's where I was going. And listen, I love Dorit, but let's right. just- Call a thing a thing. <laughs> and we know she's not getting that gifted to her. Louis Vuitton is not gifting no, she's hoping they will, though. She's working Isn't she, though? She's like, hustle girl. she wants that ad. She wants that ad that, yeah, she definitely she wants. Does. Yeah, she does. And I yeah. hope that she gets it. Um. Yeah, it's, I, I'm like, because she's put in the work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she will not stop, stop. Oh. until she gets it. She's yeah. persistent. Yeah, I think that's interesting, too. And I just, I don't know. It's It's just odd with Crystal how people are because listen 
I dislike people for no reason sometimes. Me too. Sometimes your spirits just don't agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to have a reason. You could just be like, I just don't like them. I don't know why. Period. That I feel like people are like reaching with her instead yes. of just being like, I'm not vibing with her. There's something there. I'm not sure what it is, but like saying that she's a mean girl. Right. She's like all of these other things that they like stand in other housewives. It's like not adding up. <laughs> yes. One of them was like, she's cold. I'm like, y'all loved Erica. She's the ice queen. She talks about it all the time. It was in her tagline one year, something about ice. Like, I think it is again. I think she, I think she's oh really God. taken that and run with it. Yeah. You know, but I just, I, I don't know. You- it's, it's very interesting to me. And I got to tell you, um, even though there's some stuff that's like making me mad. Cause I just get mad. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't mind reading the comments. I'm not really going to have a conversation about it Yeah, because I'm not there yet. <laughs> and I'm not arguing with people like I don't care that much but right. I, I am to a point where I'm like I'm reading what they're saying and I'm trying to understand me too but it's, it's like not making sense especially when it's so hypocritical it's like right. I get that these shows but what we're talking about is actually like I I said Sutton and Crystal in Lake Tahoe Say if that was an office environment and you know how videos get leaked online and people get upset about like, oh, my God, like mm-hmm. either from like a cop cam or from somebody's office. And you're like, wait, that person is racist. Mm-hmm. If that footage of Crystal and Sutton where Sutton's white fragility causes her to cut Crystal off. And then we see her approach Crystal the next day, pretty much do the same thing and then see her go into her room and do it. If, if that was in an office setting and that video was leaked, people would be like, oh my gosh, she's racist or she's a bigot. It's true. But because, especially the ones that are Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, Amplify Melanin Voices, AAPI, all of that. But because for whatever reason, they don't vibe with Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I have my suspicions as to why some don't. It's like, they just forget about that. And I was telling somebody, for me, being in that environment, before working with Sutton's, I'm never going to excuse anything under that umbrella, Mm-mm. point blank period. And I heard people say, Crystal should get over it. She should just apologize and move on. Somebody literally said, Crystal needs to let the mouse go. And I don't think what they're realizing is you're saying on one hand, they don't know what the mouse is. That the, exactly. The mouse. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Raven. Like there's two mice. There's (laughs) oh, you hit it on the head. And you're saying Crystal should just let it go. So you're doing to Crystal what Sutton did to Crystal in that first episode when she cut her off. We're not talking about this. All of the five women that were telling Crystal you need to use a different word, you're doing to her what Sutton did to her. And to me, like viewers watching saying she needs to let the mouse go. It's like, doesn't make sense to me. Like it just, it just, it just doesn't. And and I literally turned one off. I was listening to a podcast the other day and I was just like, I just need to turn it off. Cause you know how you said, it's like, this is a show, but I guess when you're watching and you've been the crystal and have, and you've had people around you be the Suttons and like the other woman around Sutton, it's like, mm, it's almost like living through it again. Like, no, nah, I can't. 
put yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. Been there more than once. Yeah. And then you hear people saying, no, again, it just, I know that we all sometimes are going to be hypocrites. That's just life. But to me on on such a, uh, do it all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. But, like, but when it comes down to yeah, this, yep, I know it's hypocritical, yeah. but I like her and I don't like her. For yes. The same reason. Like, okay, Period. fine. But say and that. at least you say it. Thank you. Say that. But to act like I'm not saying something like, and again, when it comes to race, I was telling someone if, if Sutton did, people knew that I wasn't the biggest fan of Monique and or Candace until this recent season. But if Sutton did to Monique what she did to Crystal, all bets are off because that's another woman of color. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to have their back regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just wild. I was like, I'm on my way to whatever Carolina when she don't look, I'm like, Raymond, I'm on my way to Carolina to see something. You're like, well, she's in LA. So you might want to <laughs> head, <laughs> head left. Head west. <laughs> I'm like, and I know that Crystal's gotten past it. And also too, we can't do the whole like we're recapping the show, what we're seeing. So we can't then say, well, Sutton apologize. That's not what we're seeing. No, like people I'm are trying to like, use that. I don't care that she's apologized. Me neither. That's- and I know that's something that people are like, well, when people apologize and like, whatever, everybody, this is something that really, <laughs> I feel like I talk about it all the time, but just because someone apologizes doesn't mean that you have to um, accept it. And although she wasn't apologizing to me, it's not me in the situation. Right. But I feel like it. Yes. Because I'm watching it. And I'm like, no, apology absolutely not accepted. Nope. I right. cannot. There's some things that I cannot move past. And like if I can, it just takes like a really long time. Cause I'm a grudge holder. I'm not proud, <laughs> but it's a fact. And so I don't care about her apology, her, uh, you know, when it comes her to online like apology. this. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It's, it's like, because to me, even though it's not similar, but it is, I feel like I look at how, yes, it's just the housewives show people say, right? But we know that what Sutton did to Crystal wasn't scripted. Her being so fragile mm-hmm. that she couldn't take Crystal talking about her experience and literally trying to silence her. And then I look at Georgia and how black voters showed up in Georgia. And because of that, they're literally trying to silence us for the next election by changing voting laws that could adversely affect the same black community that showed up to flip the state in the first place. It's taking their voice again. It's like, it just makes you wonder, um, if that's how she reacted to Crystal in that moment with cameras in her face, mm, what kind of what kind of shit has she been saying? Like when like when all of the Black Lives Matter like really blew up last year, like, well, what kind of what kind of shit were you saying when, you know, we were having all of these conversations mm-hmm. and amplify black voices and even um, just recently with the AAPI community, you know, and amplify their voices. It's like, what are you, are you like, we're not doing that. Is it the same still? (laughs) Right. We're not doing this. Oh, this again. No. (laughs) Is it? You're right. You're right. No. Okay. 
because you're right. But that is such a good point, Raven. And she did that with the cameras in her face. Because I feel like it's it's the same conversation. Yes. So that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Do you still feel that way? Right. It's just you never know. That that's a thing for me. And I feel like yeah. I don't ever want to be played twice. So it's like I'm just going to keep you over there cuz you're not going to do it again. Yeah. And especially when it comes to when it comes to it's not some stupid little silly whether I had panties on like Erica or whether I gave right, a puppy, puppy back. Yeah. You're talking about something that I deal with walking through life. And like, and it's funny how people say they don't want to see all this on their TV. Again, you think we want to see us being treated like that? Like part of me felt like I know in order to have these conversations, we have to, people of color have to be in these spaces. Mm -hmm. But a part of me felt like, keep it all white, keep it all black to protect the black people going in because they never Mm -hmm. send them in with two of them together. Right. You know, so it's just, and I noticed. People love family karma because they're all of the same ethnicity. People love Atlanta because they're all people have a problem when they're mixed. Which is strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I never thought about it that way. Because take family karma, take Bali out of family karma, put her in Beverly Hills and let her be talking about her Indian culture, the way they talk about on family karma, people would have a problem with it, but you don't mind it because it's family karma and I, Oh, it's okay for them to talk about it in their bubble on that show, but don't be bringing that over here to Beverly Hills talking about it. If they were to put her there telling you, just sprinkle it. Like we said, yes, I mean, sprinkle it. Don't slather it. Don't do too much. You have to regulate it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. I feel like such a weight has lifted off me. That always happens whenever I talk to you. It's vice versa. We just talk stuff through and it's like processing it. I feel yes. Like, yeah. It's good. I feel like I've listened to Yolanda Adams or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gospel think, singer, guys. I think that, oh, wait, I do have one last question about Beverly okay. Hills. Um, wait, so how are you feeling about Kathy? Because... <laughs> I know like people were like standing her from the beginning and I feel a little like, I'm like scared to stand people. I feel like I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, And I was like, yeah, she's funny, but I'm not, you know, she's cool. Um, But (laughs) she didn't laugh a lot this episode. Yeah. And people are like, there's no way she didn't know. I'm like, I don't care. I thought it was hilarious in the moment, whether she knew or not, or whether she was trying to be a bitch or whatever. I enjoyed it. And she had perfect timing. Even if she did know, it still came off natural. It was great. When you made your way back to Instagram Mm -hmm. and you did a post, am I missing something? Because yes, she's funny, but I don't even remember doing that. Yes. And I was like, my Raven gets me because I feel the same way. Okay. Yes, she's funny. Mm-hmm. And like, she's not my new queen. No. She's not. Like, I feel like in real life, if you had a friend like that, that would get annoying. When Crystal was trying to talk to her last week and she was filing her nails, and like, yeah. it was like, funny to watch. That's but actually rude. I would be like, yeah. that's fucking rude. Are you even listening to me? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to stop talking now. 
forget it. Cause I feel like that's something you do when you're bored. It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Did you see Crystal's face? She kind of like looked at her like, what is happening? So I feel like she would kind of get rude or she's one of those ones when you're having like either a good discussion or a heated and she does throw out the hunky door. It's funny to watch. But if that were me in the middle of making a point, and she said, <laughs> that's why Sutton was like, because she's, she's already mad at her secretly. She won't. Yes. So for the Thomasina and she's like, oh, now you're talking. You're interrupting me with your hunky dory foolishness. Yes. You know damn well what I'm talking about. And now, now this. And now, the, like, but she wouldn't say it you. to her. Yeah. She's like directing it towards Crystal because that's who she was talking about in the first place. Yeah. And I don't think they get too. They keep bringing it up. The You're not tying in the whole peeping Thomasina. If Chris, if you really listened to your friend, Kathy, she said she felt violated and why and talked about her eating disorder. Mm-hmm. You bringing it up forces Crystal to remember it, too. Right. And so I like all of y'all talk are. about this shit all over again. It's yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> it's like something else. Right. Can we, it's still Crystal and Sutton, but like, let's do something else. Do something else. Yeah. I, I want to know. I can't wait till next week ugh, about the Tom and Erica of it all. Oh, my God. Speaking of which. OK. So did you see? I think this was yesterday. Um, apparently Tom's. Tom's embezzlement victims can collect payments from Erica. So like the judge <laughs> ruled that some of his former clients can pursue a collections lawsuit against Erica. So that came out, right? The the article about that came out. And then like soon after Erica posts, um, you know, because people are talking about it and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're in her mentions and everything. <laughs> I cannot imagine her shit is probably shitting and bulls. So she posted like this um, picture of her that says like the ice queen can take it or something like that on her Instagram. And I was like, oh my God. Dude, well, I'm I hope- like loving this. I'm just right. so confused by her behavior. It's even, it's more confusing than Jen Shaw's with like all yes. the shit she has going on. Yeah. Because we know, we can pretty much figure out who Jen Shaw is. Like, yeah. But, well, I hope Erica and the Ice Queen both have jobs. <laughs> so that way you can pay these people. Well, like, you heard her listing off how she has money during this last episode. I was like cringing the whole time because she was like, first of all, oh, yeah, I'm here in my tiny chic house. And I'm like, babe, that is not a tiny house. Like, stop it. It's a very nice house. It's very cute. I love it. I want to live there. It, it's um, very nice. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I'm good. And it's $9,500 a month. Like, I guess who she's paying the rent to. Who? Well, I'll just put to it's owned. It was owned by EJ Global. Stop. <laughs> Y'all ready to just read through microphone. Are and you the serious? T- and the two landlords were two guys that worked at Girardi and Keys. So who's she paying the rent to? What? Yes. So no wonder when she's like, yeah, I mean, don't forget, I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I'm a, um, you know, I was on Broadway. I've done the makeup thing and the shoe thing and whatever. So like, I'm fine. I, you know, I have my house and my Postmates. Like, I'm good. It's like, well, yeah, I guess so. Since you're and her own self. Dollars. So it's like, is she paying it to the landlord to make it look like because the owner is EJ Global? Is this? Get shadier and shadier. And 
they um, the courts just looked into what there's two people as landlords. The courts want one of their financial records. Because, you know, I had signed up just like, you know, 30 day trial for like I was looking at the property and I was like, who won't? <laughs> Come on, investigative journalism. I'm here for it. Thank you, because you've yes. just blown my mind. I'm still like, what? Because it says, the like, it'll have owners listed on these websites as the two people that are actually the landlords. But it was purchased by EJ Global. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. I'm like, Erica, just sell the painting, the ring back. Like, <laughs> come on. And if her victims, the one victim... He gets the the burn victim. I, I I my heart. That's like horrible. Remember when they ruled that he could at least sue Tom for twelve million out of the millions that he was supposed to get? And it's not even like it'd be one thing if the company didn't pay up, but to know the money was there and he just didn't give it to him. Yep. I was like, God, please let them get justice. Yeah. I really hope so. This, this yeah. whole thing is so fucked up and it's like more details keep coming out like this and it just makes it so much worse. Like, I, yeah. Ooh. Do you think Erica's smart? Cause people are, some people think that she's smart and like the things that she's saying on the show are like little nuggets. But then sometimes I'm wondering, is she as smart as she is cold? So people just assume that she's smart. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Because I'm like, like, yes, I do think she's smart. But now what you just said, why do I think that? I don't know. Yeah, because I'm like, is she? Because I was like, she is really smart. She knows what she's doing. Then I was like, does she? I don't know. I kind of still think she's she smart. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. We'll see. revisit that. I'm okay. Yes. It. And like, yeah, I'm going to have to sit with that too. We have a lot of things to sit with. To sit with. <laughs> and, but, you know, I will say she is smart enough to know that she can play the victim. So even if, yeah. whether she's smart, or not, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah we have to. And she's doing it too. Yeah. Like, she looks, oh, she's okay, crying girl. next week. I'm like. Wow. Tears. Okay. You really came to play. Those tears didn't even come out last year when she got Broadway and she was trying to squeeze them out to give Tom a hug at the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> now they're coming out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's stressed. This is oh, yeah. You know what? You're like, right. <laughs> so they can probably, you know, when you're like upset, you just got a lot going on. You can just think about like one thing and start and crying. Start cry- yes. So they're, <laughs> yes. They're real, but it's like, what are you actually crying? About? Right. Right. I'm like, saying this. But is it really that that you're upset that, about? Yeah. The world will never know. No, right. I, f- I feel like, I f- almost feel like we'll never really know. No, we're not going to know, but that's okay. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see all of this play out. Yes. Um, And I think that's it. I think we did it. Oh my God. Did it. This was yeah. fun. This we was did it. Fun. We did it, Rave. We did it. <laughs> Oh my God. Thank you so much for coming. Can you please tell yes. everyone where to find you and listen to you and all of that? Okay, guys, first of all, Raven, thank you so much. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I have no shame uh, now. I've always no. wanted <laughs> meet, meeting Raven online. I heard her on a podcast a while ago called Kibbles and Bits. I think that's what it was called. No. Um, yes. <laughs> Not kibbles and bits. Oh, well, oh, oh what was like it called? Dog food. Oh, what was it's it called? 
I promise I did. I, I, it's Kiki and Kibbit. Kiki and Kibbit. Yes, I am so I sorry. I promise you, I didn't do Kibbit. It didn't even. If people know my history with animals, you would know. I promise I did not do that on Kiki and Kibbit. Yes, see, I, I listened. So I apologize, um, Kiki and Kibbit. I heard Raven on Kiki and Kibbit. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about your face. <laughs> a while ago, like what, like a two years ago and yeah, loved her takes and then saw her online, started following her or whatever. And I was like, I want her to be my friend. So I'm so glad that I could uh, call her friend. She's freaking hilarious. And thank you for having me. Um, I'm her unofficial co-host. You can find me at <laughs> we go W E I G O podcast on Instagram. If you're up for it, I'm on Twitter, T-S-F-A-I-S-O-N. If you're up for it. it. And then I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash wake up with Wego. If all of that is a lot and you're like, she must be tired. I am. So if you want to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Wego. Love, love, love. You know, you can find me at mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, The Bitch is Better uh, podcast Instagram is back. I'm doing yes. polls over there. So make sure you're following at bitch is better podcast on Instagram um, and Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash bitch is better. Make sure you check it out for the bonus episodes. The zoom happy hour has been scheduled for July Thursday, July 29th. It's going to be at 8 PM Eastern. So make sure you're subscribed. So you don't miss that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a really good time. Might have some people pop in. We'll see. So check that out. And I will be back to talk to you bitches again next week. Love you. Bye.